Hi everybody and welcome back to the CMAP study podcast. It's been a couple of weeks but it's nice to be back. You might notice we've got a little bit of a new look and by a new look I mean we have somebody in who helps us with this stuff. So if you hear a shout at Chris it's because Chris is stood right behind where you guys can see and he's manning all of the good stuff and currently shaking his head because this is absolutely not what we agreed to do. (laughs) We are going to introduce the I think we should call this a second series. Even though we've not even got all the way through the textbook yet, I think the second series Is it a second series, or is it the second half of the first season? We've just taken a writer's break in the middle. Okay, so welcome back to the second half of series one, where we are usually still covering the CMAP1 textbook, but we're going to do something a little bit different today, and that is because everything here, futures in finance world, has blown up the last few weeks, which has been amazing. We had the first CMAP1 masterclass, which, by the way, so far, I have a 100% pass rate with my students. Ooh, ooh. Only three out of the five students have currently sat their exam, <laughs> so it's not technically 100% until everybody sat and passed, but so far, it's been amazing. Still a majority. And a lot of people message and ask what they should look out for if they're looking for a training provider or if they're just asking for help. So I wanted to give you guys a little bit of important information as to what you should be looking out for if you want help with your CMAP studies. And we've made notes and whilst, yes, this is a little bit of an opportunity to go toot toot, this is what I do. Actually, it's about helping you guys make an informed decision because there's so much information out there from so many different providers. I want to make sure you guys know what you're looking for. And the first thing that I want to talk about is the accredited provider scheme with the London Institute of Banking and Finance. So from day one of Futures in Finance, I basically said I need to be on that list of accredited providers because if I'm not on the list, then why are people going to think that my stuff is any good? So I've been chatting with Sue. Sue from the London Institute of Banking and Finance has been an absolute delight. She has. She's very good at using big words in her emails and... In fairness, she's been super informative because what she's told me is that the London Institute of Banking and Finance no longer offer an accredited provider scheme. Even if you put into Google, what should I look for for a CMAP training provider? The first thing that comes up is the London Institute of Banking and Finance, but they don't accredit providers anymore. And I have a sneaking suspicion, although I'm waiting on Sue's response, that they also don't do regular checks with their accredited providers. And that is based on the fact that 85% of my customers all come from one accredited provider course and say, we've just paid so much money and we're still really confused and now we're just confused and poor, whereas before at least we were just confused. (laughs) So, do your due diligence, guys. I really should say that. Well done. I have messed that up like four times (laughs) Do your due diligence when you do your checks. There's a bunch of different options out there for ways that you can get help and it's really figuring out what's right for you. So if you have the time to do a week's intensive course, it's the quickest way to get qualified. Yeah. Um, It's intense. That's why it's called an intense course. And there are tons of different providers that do it. So I do one. Um, which you can find at cmap.com, thank you. Uh, There's (laughs) loads of other providers that also do them and I'm not going to give their names the screen time because I don't want to, but there are a bunch of different options. You can also do it in person. So I'm the kind of person that likes to learn stuff sat in my pyjamas or in no pants on my sofa. Like, that is my comfort zone. I can watch a YouTube video in the comfort of my own pyjamas. That's how I like to learn. 
Some people like to be held accountable and go on-site for stuff. And there are loads of different providers that do offer on-site training, so you can go into their offices. Sometimes they hire, like, hotel spaces. I think there's a company that do one in, like, in hotels in Manchester and Birmingham and Liverpool and all those good places. So if you want to be held accountable and get out of your fucking house, which is what some people really want, there's a bunch of different options. So have a look at them, check their availability dates, and honestly, fast-track courses are worth their weight in gold in the fact that... You could walk into a classroom or a classroom environment on Monday never having looked at that textbook and you can walk out on Friday and sit your exam. Whether you do it in a classroom, over Zoom, however it works, and it really is possible. So a couple of my students that I've had on the last masterclass had gotten as far as chapter two of the textbook before they realised they were absolutely not doing this on their own. They spent a week with me and then they passed and one passed with merits in both units for the CMAP1 exam. So... It is totally possible. There are a bunch of different options. Make sure you check them out. I am going to check my notes to see what we were going to talk about next. Your needs and circumstances, we have done. Your flexibility and your time is going to be the next biggest thing. So if you don't have the time to sit a week's fast track course, and fair fucks to most people, if you've taken a week off work to do more work, I salute you because most people just want to spike their hol- their holidays on trips to Ibiza and I salute those choices too. But if you want something a little bit more flexible, there's a bunch of different providers that offer stuff like e-learning platforms, yeah, audio files, yeah, um, there's, I would say there's podcasts, but I actually think that my podcast is currently the only podcast that's on the market. It's definitely the only one that's free, so... There is a bunch of stuff that can supplement your your learning, like a YouTube channel. Again, I'm pretty sure I'm the only person doing that, but there might be other options in the future. So if you need the flexibility, look out for it. If you are going to invest in something like an e-learning platform, again, do your checks because I've seen them. I bought one when I was studying and it was basically they just rewritten the textbook and put it into like topic by topic. You press the next button when you'd read to the bottom of the screen. And it was like, congratulations, you're 20% through. It wasn't helpful. I didn't pass. <laughs> um, so check and see what they do. Do they do free stuff that you can have a look at and check to see whether you like it and whether it matches your learning style? Also, there are some really good um, Facebook groups, aren't there? I hesitate to promote more social media but um there are some really good so if you're not sure about a a provider loads of people go on there and just literally ask the question or just do what i do which is lurk i'm a a facebook group lurker i don't like commenting unless something really annoys me and then i'm like hold the phone greg we need to have a chat (laughs) um so yeah facebook groups search them for cmap study support groups also there are some people that add you into um whatsapp groups for support yeah so there are a couple of whatsapp support groups as well i haven't seen all of them i've just seen people mention them on the facebook groups yeah um i do have one too that anyone can join so if anybody watches this and think i want to be in a study support group by all means send me a message it isn't wild people don't seem to chat in there too much but it is an option no but that's good because there's nothing worse than being held hostage in a group chat i'm the kind of person that's like you've been added to pam's 50th birthday group chat and i mute that within notification ring so fun fact maria has this thing where everybody wants to make maria their bridesmaid everybody mm-hmm. only how many two too many too many <laughs> i know because i dog sit every time you're a bridesmaid <laughs> that's and true thank you every so often 
there'll be like a it's all gone down in the bridesmaid group chat and Karen and Kirsty are not speaking to each other and nobody's ordered balloons and the dick straws are on back order like it all goes to shit so Maria is not the one for group chats no. I've ever learned anything yeah but from a CMAC perspective if you can get anything for free then just get in on it because you might get some nuggets of information I know people are always asking like does anybody have mock exam papers that you can share in those groups yeah um, which usually you have to buy from the London Institute of Banking and Finance and I think they're 30 quid a pop and if somebody's got them and they're willing to share them then you save yourself like 90 quid and I always bang on about how mock exam papers are like the key thing if you can't do anything else go through the mock Practice. questions because there's so much to go through so that's a really really good option but one thing that people don't realize with a lot of the e-learning platforms that are on offer is their time limited products so you can log into the account and you get six months access and at the end of the six months they're like oh sorry it was a limited offer and if you want another six month access you have to pay us another like 200 or 300 pounds i don't know how much it is i think it varies dependent on the provider but if like me you have a kid or kids or dogs or a very busy social life any of those <laughs> things sometimes you just can't commit to being able to get through something in two three six months time so Look for something that's a little bit more flexible if you need the flexibility. You might not do. You might know you're going to buy it now and get through it in four weeks. In which case, great, you can probably save yourself a bit of cash. So that's another thing that you need to look out for. Reviews as well is a huge one. Yeah, huge. Word of mouth. People who've actually done courses and passed first time, because that's really the aim, isn't it, here? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's first 170 time pounds to resit the exam, even if you only need to resit, like, 25 questions of it you still have Ouch. to pay the full 170 quid so yeah. do look at reviews or speak to people who you work with so when I was working in mortgage advice and I wanted to get CMAP qualified I spoke to a couple of my colleagues who all funnily enough recommended the same provider but went just so you know it's boring as shit like <laughs> you're gonna go and you're gonna hate it by day two you're gonna want to throw yourself off a roof but you'll probably pass the exam. As it was, I did five days and I still fucking failed. So I don't know what that meant, that is meant to tell you. But coincidentally, that's also the same provider that every single person that I speak to that is struggling has paid to that one particular provider for help or information or a fast track course and hasn't done so great, which is why I keep banging on about accredited providers and how much you should probably ignore the accredited provider list from I this point forward. Just... I mean, money muggle talk here. Considering how many times the government have turned around to the financial industry sector and said, y'all regulate yourselves. And we've seen how badly that has gone. I mean, and that's, that's an understatement. The same, just so that I'm clear, right, th this is the case. The same body that accredits yeah. the, pro the learning providers. Yeah. They also provide training themselves. So more recently, I think the reason that they no longer accredit providers is because eventually they're going to want to do it all in-house, which is probably going to leave me out of job, but so that's, they I think that's regulate, why they're not doing it anymore. They regulate the industry. They have a stranglehold over the industry. They're not accrediting any more new providers mm -hmm. in the face of all the advances in e-learning especially since the pandemic that we've seen how many online accreditors so you've got online courses that are happening that people are f doing and failing and they're not 
regularly checking, still pending Sue's response. Sue, it's been a day. Come, Come on, on now. To us. So you have, they're not promoting any development within the industry. They've literally point blank said, we're not accrediting anybody else. So everything that we have repeatedly said, the whole reason you set this business up to go against the institution, that old white beige philosophy, the old boys club, it's still standing there, isn't it? It's still blocking the fact that this is, I mean, okay, three for three, that's 100%. It is only three for three, but it's still 100%. You don't have the ability to turn around and go, I'm an accredited provider. Yeah. Because they've turned around and gone, we don't want it, we don't want to. We're not. We're just not doing it, and we're we're it. In fairness, I don't think they would have ever. Maria, I'm so sorry. You My had cars in the garage. And one job. So I was did. to put your goddamn phone on silent. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. She's not going to do it. You will. She's going to ring again. It's going to go off again. Feel it in my waters. Um, I don't think they would have ever accredited me anyway because they're going to look at it and go, she swears she has tattoos and she's got a nose piercing. No, she can't get in on the in club. And that's yeah. fine. So, um, but it's just something to be wary of. One thing that I did want to loop back to when we were talking that you mentioned e-learning courses. Yeah. Look out for the companies that not only offer you an e-learning course on CMAP, but they also offer you an e-learning course on acrylic nails or health and safety MVQ level three or hospitality management. Look out for those providers, because if they're offering 500 courses, chances are they're not going to be too precious about keeping stuff up to date every time a new textbook comes out or updating their syllabuses every time there's new mock exam papers. Yeah. Double check that. I can't go off any personal experience with those, but it just says to me they're probably not going to be well on it if they're not thinking about CMAP all the time, because I have so far just done CMAP 1, and it has kept me in a full-time job now for quite a while, just keeping up to date with the CMAP 1 stuff. So if you want to qualify in a specialist area, pick a specialist to teach you. There we go. That was very nice. Thank You're you. welcome. I'll be here all week. <laughs> Do we have any other... Oh, free stuff and guarantees. That was what I wanted to finish with. So I have to vibe with somebody before I'm going to buy their products. Like, And I know that that sounds ridiculous. And I do think that there's, a, there's been a massive shift in the industry that now that's why we have people that sell stuff on Instagram. Because yeah. if you like them, you want to be them or at least wear the perfume that you can't smell that they're advertising on Instagram. Like it's a whole thing. So find a company that you like the color scheme on their website or you like the fact that they've got a bulldog on their flyers or whatever it is. You like the way their TikTok's laid out. Yeah, like that. I'm the only one on TikTok, so I appreciate that. Thank Instagram. you. Instagram. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, God, I just can't win today. Um, look for that kind of stuff because it is really important because chances are whatever their standardised layout is for their Instagram or their website or whatever is probably going to be the standardised layout for the trading material. And if you look at it that and being like, I'm already falling asleep, chances are it's going to transpire across the two things. So... Check that out. Get as much free stuff as you can because you want to make sure that what you're investing hundreds of pounds in, sometimes thousands if you're doing two five two five day courses, yeah. they should be saying, here is an example of what we can deliver. And if they're not at least giving you free stuff, there should be some sort of guarantee that says, if you don't pass your exam, we will, you can sit the course again for free. We will give you one-on-one -on -one support because... 
sweet mother of Jesus, every, everywhere else where you buy stuff, you get a level of support. You buy a printer and you have it for three years and for some reason it stops printing because you've never put ink in it. You can ring HP and there's a customer... Yeah, like there's, there's, a, customer a, there's a customer service line. You should be being offered support. And that's one massive thing that I have been trying to change because there isn't support out there, or there wasn't when I was training, is to, <coughs> sorry. Okay. Is to say to businesses, hold yourself accountable, like stand by your products. If you are so convinced that this is a good product, offer a money-back guarantee or a past guarantee that says, if you don't get it, we will give you one-on-one support. Because... If you're putting hundreds of pounds into something, it is the least that you deserve. And as customers, we're so it's so ingrained that you get what you're given. But actually, in any other industry, it's now the customers that are leading the conversation because people get together and stand up and go, no, that's not good enough, it needs to change. And it does. And I found just off the few months that we've been doing this, yeah. providers are starting to change. So I've weirdly had a couple of messages off providers about stuff, which has been... Both terrifying, overwhelming, and also delightful because they're paying attention. But what it means is that there might be a positive industry shift so that you guys, as customers or as students, learners, whatever you want to call yourselves, you have more support and you have more backup to be able to turn around and go, this isn't good enough. And that's what I'm advocating for. That's why we do this. That's why we offer so much free stuff. So yeah, absolutely. have conversations with people. If you work in mortgages already, chances are somebody can either recommend somebody or say don't use this person talk to people check online that's why we have the internet as well as for only fans but mainly the yeah. review stuff so go and just do your checks and as always if you have any questions you can always slip slide into my dm so there's instagram which is future in finance there's the tiktok which is future in finance uk there's cmap.com where I've got my email address, my mobile phone number. People ring me all the time and ask me questions. And I don't ever want anybody to think that just because you don't want to use me as a provider or you don't have the money right now or you want to self-study that I'm not going to help you because that is what everybody else is doing and that's what I want to change. So if you just want to have a chat and find out what your options are across the industry, get in touch, reach out, tell us that you've watched this and that you learned something. Tell us about your superb or shit learning experiences yeah definitely we definitely want to hear feedback and you don't and we're not asking for like smack talk or trash talk of other industry providers although i'm always here for anyone that wants to spill the tea um but if there is a particular provider that you had a great experience with as well because when we both did customer service training at a company together many many moons ago um, we were told that more people hear about poor customer service experiences than good ones. So how about we share some positivity as well? Tell us what you really enjoyed about a learning provider, what was really good, and what you think other people can benefit from. Like if it was the fact that you got a break for a week and went and sat in a really bougie hotel conference room. Yeah, I think they generally con- they, they generally yeah. conference rooms. Although I don't know if you can call conference rooms bougie. I'm not sure where the line is. Um because All I know is that in a conference room you can sell Juice Plus or you can deliver financial training. Like, there is no middle ground <laughs> for what you can do that's in those conference it. rooms. That's it. Slimming world or finance. <laughs> <laughs> that's the line. Um, so, yeah, any, any really positive experiences um, or someone who just went above and beyond as a provider for you because that is what we, we want to see in the industry, which is why we are here. So, chances are, if you're watching this video, it's because you're looking for CMAP help. 
So please put something in the comments, share your knowledge, share your wealth, because sharing is caring and we should all be helping each other out, whatever you're doing. The last thing we want to mention in this special is we are going to be at the Mortgage Advisor event in Ooh. Manchester on the 28th of September. So if you don't know what that is, it's basically all the big wigs of finance, so all the lenders, all the... Um, find your word, Charlotte. Any, anyone that's anything to do with mortgages in business circles is going to be at this event. And if you're thinking about being a self-employed mortgage advisor, I can't recommend this enough because you're going to learn so much and you're going to make key connections with lenders that you might want to have to work with one day. Yeah. Uh, we are going to be there. We are not going to be doing anything official other than asking people about their experiences. So chances are everyone that's there is going to be at least CMAP qualified because it's an event for mortgage advisors. Mm -hmm. And we just mm -hmm. want to hear about people's stories and do some fun social media stuff and learn a lot. Everyone but me. Everyone but Maria <laughs> is going to be CMAP qualified and we're going to ask about your experiences. So if you see us there kicking about, please come and say hi. Yeah, come we'll make friends. We'll have t-shirts on. We'll probably be the heaviest tattooed people there. Yeah, I will. We'll have to run a poll. That can be one of our questions. Yeah, so you're going to see a bunch on it. Um, but hopefully we will catch you guys there. I think that's pretty much it for yeah, this special episode. If you liked the special episode and you want to see more of them, maybe, again, comment, let us, know let us know what you want us to focus on because we can definitely do that. But as of the next podcast, it's going to be business as usual. So we're going to be picking CMAP1 textbook back up and working through that. But that's all from us, I think. Cute outro music.